Welcome to Fucking Candyland, hosted by Rampage and Gemini. The longest field goal ever attempted is 76 yards. The longest field goal ever missed? Also 76 yards. Why bring this up? Because knowing your limits matters, both when you're kicking a field goal and when you gamble. Betting more than you're comfortable with is like trying a 70-yard field goal. It probably won't go well. So set a limit when you gamble and stick to it. Want more helpful tips like this? Go to KeepItFunOhio.com for games, quizzes, and lots of ways to keep your gambling from getting out of hand. What's up, everybody? Welcome back to Candyland. Over here looking at like a lollipop with Rampage. So many people have been gifting me candy lately. Like so many people have been giving me lollipops, um, little cherry gummies, like all that. I want someone to just randomly start handing me candy. How do I make that happen? Is it the friends you're hanging out with, the environments you're in? I don't know. I just know all of a sudden, every time I see someone, they're like, I got you something and it's literally candy. Hey, they could be handing you worse things. You could get condoms every time someone sees you, you know? It's pretty lit because honestly, like whenever people buy little packages from me, I like to send a lollipop with them. So Um, your Facebook post, I just need to tell you, I was fucking cracking up. You posted something along the lines of um, you. How are you going to sit here and call me a player when I'm ignoring all of you equally? (laughs) And uh, I keep my notifications off to validate that statement, y'all. I just thought that shit was so funny because I just know the behind the scenes of like you genuinely just like not caring and then people thinking that there's something. I think a lot of people take that personally and so they try to come at me with like nonsense to like get my attention and that just pushes me further away. I don't know what about you screams. I really love the fuckery. Please come and send it my way. But that energy, the last, I don't know what it, it feels like ever since like we hit 2023, but especially the last week, I'm literally noticing so many thankless energy vampires that are just any possible thing that they can fucking squeeze out of you they want to and it's constantly like more 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 I appreciate that you did that thing for me so can you like do 10 times that amount now I feel like so many people are starting to realize that the last three years since the collective awakening really started that they're not doing any of the work. So now they're looking around at other people who are living happily or blissfully or in their power. And they're like, what about me? Like, give me some of that. Let me have some of that. And it's like, baby, do the fucking work. I also don't like the energy of assuming that if other people are like doing well, that then they're entitled to give what they have to you. Like if I, if you see that I'm doing well with my businesses and that I'm making like money for myself and I'm not struggling, 
you then reaching out and being like, oh, you're making money. Can I have some of that? Because I went through this and I could really use some money. Like the fucking audacity is unreal. And like, I work very hard and you should too. People that have no like hobbies or goals or creative drive are always looking around at other people and they want some of that. And it's like, sometimes it's not even that people want your money. It's like, they want what you have from like a energetic standpoint, like your confidence to chase your dreams or like the drive and motivation to get things done. Like people don't know how hard it is to literally have to take care of a household, uh, work a job, run businesses on the side or whatever. So that's why most people in the evening, when they clock out at five, they go get a beer or they go home and watch TV or fuck off for the next six hours instead of building their dreams. And I'm not against that. Like, do your thing, baby. That's your soul's thing. But like, don't come for me because I spend every night until literally probably 10 o'clock working on my business. And then maybe for like an hour before I go to bed, I look at social media or like chill and maybe turn on TV sometimes. But it's like, at the end of the day, all of that time that you're wasting looking and comparing and contrasting your life to someone else's, you could just be spending like brainstorming on what you're good at and then start there. I've seen so many people blow up in their small businesses lately because they've been putting in that work behind the scenes yeah and like you know being somebody who like worked full-time and was getting to their goal I'm I was always speaking out loud and making the conscious thing of like I'm gonna make this amount and then I'm gonna work for myself and that's what the fuck I did and I that was going to work and then coming home and still doing readings and recording podcast stuff I can't even tell you guys I would have when I first started the Coven of Rejects podcast, I would literally interview two to three people every single day because I was always nervous that it would cap out and somebody finally wouldn't want to talk to me. And I always had this mindset of like, nobody's ever going to say yes to me. And that's how I went into it. I ended up having such a backlog that I couldn't interview for a while. And that let me like rest and recoup. But I also noticed that there's people who already have like creative goals who already have like drive for themselves. And those people too are like just as, as equal to try and take energy. And it literally makes me, it's that energy of like, shout me out, but I won't return that to you. And to me, that's so shitty to want to keep on using the people around you who you're inspired by and who are supporting you because like, I know you go through it too. Like me and Rampage sit here and legit hype up everybody around us. And then we sit here and we watch people not hype us up or send us something privately and say like, congratulations, instead of shouting it out on the post and sharing it to their page, like we do theirs. We notice that shit just because we're very friendly and like we we genuinely do want to see these people like go ahead. And, and so we try not to tell them about themselves and we try to just like step back and support, but it's fucked up to watch it keep on happening and to keep going through it. And the people around you, you'll make a post about something and they'll like heart that post. And then you're kind of like, it wasn't about you, but like the boot does fit. So like, don't heart react it. (laughs) What bothers me about all of that is the fact that we are supporting people who secretly are competing because the fact is it's like 
if you can't share a post or hit the like button or whatever, like, cool, do you boo? But then do not be in my inbox. Like, wow, congrats. Love the podcast or like whatever. Like say it in public, say it with your chest, own it, or don't say it at all. Like, I don't need weird fake support. Like, I don't need like, hey, here's a clip of something you can do for me, but TTYL whenever you're going to need me, you know what I mean? Like, here's a little 30 second synopsis on everything I need you to do, but I'm not going to do shit for you. Yeah. Reciprocation, baby. Literally like, and we were just talking earlier about how, like, we literally get asked questions about like, well, how did your friendship work? Like, you guys don't even like know each other, you whatever. We have such like the same foundation and like expectations. And literally it's just like, hey, return the energy that I give to you. And that's fucking it. I mean, mainly just communicate your needs, because I think a lot of the energy could be like earlier on corrected. If you were just like, hey, this is my needs. This is what I want. This is what I'm going to do. This is what I'm not going to do. But what irks me is when people are like, yeah, baby, that's perfect for me. And then later they flake. They don't follow through. They don't show up. They show up in their in their car with a brawl on. You know, it's like. Baby girl, I need you to wait. I need you to do what you said you were gonna do. That person is never gonna we're never gonna let that go. And what's funny is I'll randomly see videos of that person and I'm just like, bro, like were you on drugs or not? What really blows my mind is that we were in a group chat with that person, did an interview with that person, and they never once followed up like, hey, just wondering if you ever dropped our interview. Hey, just wondering what's up with the interview. Hey, hey, hey. But like, that's how once again, you know how one sided that interaction was. Yes, they had a lot of followers. Yes, they agreed to come on to the podcast, but they were doing it out of like their ego. Like, wow, someone wants me on their podcast, not wow, let me lend a helping hand to my spiritual sisters, people in community. Let me help them out by showing up and acting like I got some fucking sense. I have so many emotions because I literally just feel like why shit on people who legitimately want to see you succeed like who are actively putting energy in to help you and watch you succeed and like send connections and shit like that it's just it's mind-boggling to me and I guess like this is a topic we could always fucking talk about because it will never make sense to me and I don't understand the private support energy because if I rock with you I rock with you publicly I'll say it with my whole chest you're my fucking person like I will fucking support that and then to not get that back it's just like stank coochie energy and when you're wondering why you're staying broke and you're watching other people not stay broke the reason is because like I'm not focused on taking from somebody else I'm focused on fueling my fucking self therefore I get momentum you're welcome for giving you the blueprint you should follow it Exactly. Because everything that y'all are taking and taking and thinking that that's making you stronger or getting you ahead, baby, it's not. Because when you take and you take and you take and you do not give in balance with how much you're taking, you will reap the karmic fucking consequences of that regardless. Like, even if you think like, oh, well, it's fine. Like they never said it wasn't fine. Baby, a lot of people, especially in your inner circle or people that you care about, like they're not always going to tell you when you're fucking up. And that's why I think that like 
getting to know your own self, your own needs, your own worth, your own foundation is so important because then when little instances like this happen, we don't instantly make it a competition. It's not like, oh, wow, we don't No, It's just like, fuck that energy. Like I won't allow that energy into my reality. So like, I'm not going to air your interview. I'm not going to go to your wedding. I'm not going to be your friend, like whatever it is. I just won't entertain it. And I know that Gemini on her other podcast has had to delete episodes because people are controversial and they do shady ass shit. And she didn't want people to think that she was aligned with that shady ass shit. So it's like, at the end of the day, your actions, your energy, your persona, it lingers. Whether you think people are perceiving you a certain way or not, it really will shine through like over time. Like all you need to do is observe. I absolutely have deleted episodes. I've like unpublished episodes that had been up. And the point being that if I see that like you're doing shit, so like actually just fuck up, like openly fuck over other people and like just be like openly just be like a bad person repeatedly, I'm not going to lend a voice to that. I don't give a fuck that I, you know, getting paid per listen or whatever. I would rather not make the money. And know that I'm not helping you push out that fucked up agenda. And I've also done interviews just like you and I have. I've done interviews over there where I just haven't ever aired the episode because I was it was so uncomfortable for me in the moment that I'm like, I'm not going to subject other people to maybe following that person. I don't want to boost you up on my platforms. And my new favorite thing is when people who literally have never listened to any of the podcasts, maybe two episodes, say things like, I'd love to be a guest on your podcast, or I'd love to do an interview, or people want to know my side of the story. Like, oh my God, my side of the story. And I'm like, I don't know who you are. (laughs) And the funny thing about that is like, so many people go into the intention of like, oh, I'm doing a podcast interview. It's about me. Anytime I've ever been invited on someone's podcast, like I do homework on the people, the person, the energy, like what type of guests they normally have. Like you cannot just go into things blindly because it matters. Yeah. And also getting to know people and their energy first. Like, I feel like that's, I don't know. I, I can't, imagine myself wanting to go into a situation and not understand the energy of the room. I want to know, like, do I need to like be extra grounded that day? Do like, what do I need to have going on on my end to make sure that like I can come best prepared for that interaction? And also like just knowing your own power will really help you not be swayed by that wishy-washy competitive drama dramatic type energy, because I think so many people are easily sucked into it. Like they easily are getting their feelings hurt or getting involved with it. And like, honestly, I'm not one to like really check people anymore, but I am going to politely tell you about yourself and do not come for me after that. Cause then the like claws will come out like then you keep coming for me and I'm gonna really check you but I feel like a soft boundary of just like I don't like the way that makes me feel or I don't like how you do that or I don't like how you're projecting that like is important but when people instantly are gonna get offended or take it to the next level that's when I'm like okay do not ever come for me again and I'd like to add for the people listening like 
we're not people who are just like sitting there trying to find like a reason to be like irritated about like a thing or that are like standoffish when people approach us. Like we both are so genuinely like excited when people reach out to us and like want to have connection with people. And the only time that you get this personality from us is when you're repeatedly doing the fucked shit. And then finally we're like, you know, everybody has their breaking point. And the reason that we hit that breaking point like we do is because we are so open about shit. And so like, you know, our podcast, there are podcasts where you have to subscribe to listen to the podcast at all. We don't do that. We offer the podcast for free. We do a a bunch of free resources and shit like that. And I don't know. I just, I just feel some kind of way right now about it. I think that it, I think it's super fucked up. I'm tired of, people like lying to get things too. And that's the same energy as like, people will lie to try and get you to feel sorry for them and use your energy for them. Or, you know, they won't care that it's Valentine's Day and they don't know you don't celebrate Valentine's Day. And they're over here, you know, trying to demand your energy and then talking about the life problems that they're going through on Valentine's Day. Well, did you even think about what may be going on in my world tonight? Maybe I don't want to hear about that. Honestly, I feel like I want everyone to feel like I have like an open door, like kind of policy, but then also like respect my energy. Like if you know that these questions or these concerns could be answered through a reading, then do not ask me those questions and do not express those concerns. Because honestly, as much energy as I pour out to the collective, I've got to keep some for myself. And it's always in my downtime that people want to come project bullshit onto me. And I am an extremely giving person. And so like I do give, like recently had a woman reach out and if you're listening and and this was you, like it was no hard feelings, but it was a trauma dump. Like she wrote me and was like, I don't know who to contact. My daughter's boyfriend got killed. They were in a car wreck and like, okay, super traumatic. I did write a little memo for her daughter. She's 14. Like, okay. Like that's traumatic as hell. But then again, once again, I don't know you. I don't really owe nothing to you. Although I did give her like a channeled message for her daughter and I'm sure it meant a lot to her and like that's cool like I have no ill intent or worries about that it's just the fact that like that happens so often and a lot of people it's just because they want to get around paying for the service I think this woman literally was distraught her daughter was in a near-death experience and maybe you know money is a factor right so like at that time I was just like Yes, give me a few days and I'll and I'll write something for your daughter. And, you know, she thanked me. She was very, very appreciative. But it's the people that ask you questions or give you a trauma dump. And then when you reply, they heart react the message because they know they invaded your boundaries. And instead of apologizing or feeling any any type of emotion for the fact that they're using you, they're just like, oh, fuck you. I hate when people, (laughs) I hate when people go into my inbox with questions and I answer their questions. And then I say, and for more resource, like I have these podcasts, these are free. And then if you want more than that, I have these, you know, classes, appointments, whatever. 
And they just go, oh, okay, cool. I'll look into it. And then they continue to ask me questions and they continue to tell me like about their whole night and what they have going on and all of these things. And then I don't respond. And it's always the guilt message of, I'm sorry that I was bothering you. I just really needed a friend. It's okay that you don't respond. I get that all of the time. And it never, I don't know about anybody listening, but like getting a guilt message for like not responding to a message when I don't even know you always just like, regardless of why you're doing it, I that's like a little bit invasive. No, I think that there's this concept or misconception that when people share a lot about themselves or they're very open about themselves, that that means you want other people to overshare to you or, you know, tell you too much. I'll be honest. I love when clients text me like later on and they're like wow because if you're texting me I know you've had a reading period so that's fine that's cool but do not text me eight months later like hey I was wondering if my twin flame is going to come back because I've had people do that and it's like baby in your reading spirit said quit fucking worrying about this person anyway so you know I love that I'm getting people now that are getting readings and they're like I've been listening to your podcast yes earlier I had someone say that and they were like literally just it was just so aligned and so like I do love the messages but I don't like the hey here's a picture of my dead grandpa what do you feel from him that's exactly oh so of course a common question and I understand that you all like want to connect but like go into meditation learn about yourself open your own chakra system you know do some work inner work because ancestors and spirit guides are like gonna come to you naturally you don't have to be a medium to talk to your dead grandfather you're not going to be able to talk to Susie's dead grandfather or Billy's grandpa but you can talk to your grandpa right like it's just very like conceptual of like if this is your ancestor you can have communication with them and it's going to be up to you to you know take care of your body and be in your power and to clear your energy and all of that to be able to connect with them so it's just really invasive when somebody cracks open a bottle of wine and then trauma dumps onto me and then they're like well I just feel I just feel depressed I know you do like I can tell but it's like what does that have to do with me though I yeah I don't know I don't like any of it I feel like people should know better I feel like this shouldn't even be stuff that we even have to say and we've already said this stuff and then we have to keep coming back and saying it because like people just like I don't get it I don't I will say though I don't ever get anybody that's like oh my god I listened to the podcast and then tells me all of the shit like it's never people that like I feel like listen for like supporting us and whatever the people that are gonna reach out that listen to the podcast are always dope as fuck I've never gotten a I listen to the podcast and um, I'm never gonna book anything with you and I just want all of your like space for free Honestly, if you're listening to the podcast after you hear this, you can DM both of us a sunflower emoji just so we know you got the secret code. So the secret code of this entire episode is the sunflower emoji. So y'all, I'll know who's listening because I'll know. That's what we're going to name the fucking podcast, the sunflower emoji. 
period. And another thing, I feel like you all know that we appreciate your love and support and we are only venting about this energy because if not, I'm literally going to snap on someone in my messages. So I'm just venting because like, this is the platform that we've created to, you know, hold space for what we're working through as well. But I know many, many, many spiritual practitioners are right behind this message. Same thing with the scammers. I do not give a fuck. Do not ever tell me again, just report them, block them, cuss them out, whatever you want to do. That's your choice. Um, what I don't like is when people choose not to block or remove them. So their follower account goes up. That bothers me because I've had people say, well, I don't even do nothing to them. Whenever they follow me, I just leave them there. You know what you can do? If you have you have a scammer account that's over here messaging you on Instagram and shit, fucking take a screenshot of the message, put it on your story, tag me in it, have scammer all over the thing, because then I will reshare that to my story so that other people can block the account. And go and block the account and then move on. Don't tell me that so-and-so with that name, because I'm not going to go and look at that profile. And they always have me blocked. So I will never see it. And like, let's fucking, there's other ways to just like not be inside somebody's inbox. I will have people literally come from TikTok to message me on Instagram to be like, hey, I hope you're having a wonderful night. There's fake accounts of you. What would you like me to do? It just really stresses me out because I'm out here trying to like do the good work, do the good work and be a good person and just try to help people. But like it almost it's like an attack from like the darkness to try to hinder you from continuing on your path. That's what I believe the scammer program like in this machine or matrix is right now is the fact that a lot of people have let it decrease their productivity and their creativity because they know they're being copied and watched. And, you know, I mean, a lot of the scammer accounts, like I know they follow me from their main, you know what I mean? Like they follow me in some way, shape or form. But it's like, how am I going to know that? And, you you know, Instagram, if you look at their account, you can look up when it was created. It'll tell you what count or what country they're in. And every single time it is literally people in like Nigeria. Nigeria. <laughs> it's crazy. Like I know that they are really making that money because like the currency exchange, if they're paying these people in American dollars is fucking astronomical. So no wonder they're ready to give you a copy and paste reading for $20 of American dollars because who knows what that currency exchange is? And their PayPal, they're sending you literally their fucking PayPal. So that's what blows my mind is they're taking payments from people with their real name and you still have to ask if this is my backup page. And you still have to tell me that you got scammed, but you know how to contact me. So you're here in my inbox, but you got scammed. How? I don't understand. And then when you go and you're like, oh my God, I don't know why it says Tracy Locks when your name is Gemini, but I sent money to Tracy Locks. Well, guess what? Tracy <laughs> Locks is smarter than you and go fuck yourself. <laughs> no, don't go fuck yourself. That's, that's harsh. But like, but like, you're a little, you're being a little dumb right now. Come on. We need to raise it. I just think anything that sounds too good to be true mainly on the internet is too good to be true my new favorite thing um is a lot of musicians are having like people are scamming pretending to be their managers and they're like yes this person wants to work with you yeah they're gonna facetime you like 
get fucking real. Like, please get real. And it's really just repetitive and it's an everyday battle. So if you all are tired of hearing about it, imagine how we feel like getting these messages every week. And I know a lot of people have gotten the memo. They're like, oh, I get them all the time. I just don't tell you anymore. And I'm like, baby, yes, I love you for that. Like, because it really does, it stresses me out. I have a million other things to think about. And I don't want to think about someone literally scamming people with my pictures. You were talking about managers. And then it made me think about that whole process of talking with like Aaron Carter's management. And like when we would get an email back and like we're sitting there like thinking about what we're going to say. And then you being like, I have a phone call right now. And like, whatever. And it makes me so fucking sad that we do not have Aaron. And I was thinking earlier today, actually, like, would we, if we had known, like, would we have done it different? Like, would we have tried to get the interview or, because I don't think so. We had a very specific reason that we were waiting because we wanted a different version of Aaron and we wanted to like spend time and a different energy with him and like point out different things about him. And I think that we still would have passed up on that. And that's something I've heard a lot about since we dropped the podcast talking about Aaron and like that collaboration that was going to happen is I've gotten a lot of, oh, you guys should have done the interview because it would have put you on the map. Can you imagine? And like, that's what everybody who's ever interviewed Aaron has gone in the energy of. And what you, what they end up doing is they ended up getting all this like drama information we didn't want that. Like we wanted to know like what inspires you. Like you talk about this like spiritual journey that you went through. Like what's that spiritual journey that you went through? And like there are questions that like I would love to have answers to and I'm sad we didn't, but I don't think I would change it. No, I definitely wouldn't want like, you know, him and all of the trauma and all of that. That's like not the side of him that I wanted to talk to anyways. And so I think unfortunately, um, you know, it all happened and it's just really, it's hard to believe sometimes like how people don't get their flowers, like while they're alive, like how a lot of people were like, wow, love Darren Carter. But like when he was here, people were so mean to him. If you opened up his live, there would just be a stream of negativity. And I just don't really think he deserved that, whether he was on drugs, whether he was combative or chaotic or whatever. It's like, you all love it when it's machine gun Kelly doing it, but you know what I mean? Like you will love it in certain forms, but then someone who, you know, Aaron Carter, like he grew up on fucking Disney channel. Like them kids didn't really stand a chance. Like they're just all programmed and like controlled from day one. And I think Aaron just wasn't going to be controlled. So he was exiled and made to be crazy. Kind of like they did Kanye. And now they've just brainwashed and, done something to Kanye because that man ain't never quiet he's a Gemini he he's not quiet he hasn't said shit they've captured him um that's funny I was just watching something about Kanye West earlier um but I was gonna say fuck I had something that I was gonna say but then I forgot what it was I knew when that fucking happens man not even that high I really do hope that anyone that has like a dream or a vision or whatever, like if you want to reach out to someone or you want to DM someone or collaborate with someone, like do that, like do it 
in a way that seems so genuine that if they ever did read it, they can feel that energy. And that's how I like, I've approached a lot of things in my life is just like, do it and over deliver, like be the best version of yourself, be the most genuine version. And you know, the highest and best version of yourself is going to make shit happen. Like people pay other people for their services, for their time, for their energy, in many different ways, whether you're a hairdresser who's really good at what you do or a freaking waitress that makes people feel special, you know, like there's people in every industry that over deliver and we're not always compensated for that, but your energy matters. Your energetic blueprint matters. If you over deliver and you show up every single time, eventually you're going to be recognized. Eventually you're going to be heard. You're going to be seen, whatever it is. And I just think so many people are like, oh, it's just me. I'm just one person. What can I do? Like, I'm just one human or, you know, and then you get down on yourself and you literally worry and fear and like, just reject the process of uncertainty of being uncomfortable of trying something new. And that's why like the tarot deck starts with the fool is because literally we all start out as a novice some way, shape or form. And it's not about knowing everything. It's about the energy, the intention, the the frequency that you put into it, because that's what's going to bring in clients or people or support or fans or whatever. It's like, it's not really about the aesthetics or how you present it, but it's the energy and intention that you have behind it. Yeah, well, and, you know, that energy and your intention, like if you have your mind on a specific goal, then you are going to be like putting your effort in and doing that in a genuine place, if the goal that you have is genuine. And I think that's where like things go into play too, is like, what's the reason that you're trying to do something? Are you trying to do something because you're trying to get a, a specific monetary value out of it? Or are you doing something because like, that is what like, if I don't do this, I will feel like I'm not fulfilled as a person. And is that your motivation? Because if you're going for a money motivation, you're not really gonna do that much because you're gonna have, I feel like you're gonna have a small goal for yourself, smaller than like necessary. And your motivation is to get finance out of it. You're gonna fuck people over in the process. You're gonna take bad deals because, oh, there's money attached to it. Instead of you like listening to your gut instinct on things, you're gonna collaborate with people that you don't even really like because they have a following or whatever. And so you'll move in authentically. So like when you're looking at these goals and stuff, analyze that and make yourself like a plan and have an understanding of what you are expecting out of it and what you're willing to put into it. And I think that that's where like a lot of people give up before their big breakthrough because they're like, oh, this is not working or, oh, this isn't happening quick enough. And that's unfortunate because so many people have a lot of potential and I believe that untapped potential turns into bitterness. So if you know someone who's just hella bitter in their older age, it's because they had a lot of potential and now they look back on that and they have regret, which makes them bitter. So that's what I tell people. Like the more you think about it, the less you're w- like willing to make a move towards it because it's going to seem scary. Like it's going to seem out of your reach at that moment because it kind of is and the only thing that sets you aside from the people who want to do it and the people who are doing it is that action and like you're not always going to be motivated you're not always going to feel creative you're not always going to feel 
happy go fucking lucky but at the end of the day it's like are you gonna show up or are you gonna neglect what you know you need to do well and like our uh poet and savior fairy godmother bunny told us she thought about quitting her podcast like what was it like I think it was like three years in or something like that and then she was like I'm just not getting what I'm wanting out of it and she ended up pushing through anyways and it's like catapulted but it took her years of like building this up and having people on that people didn't know and didn't recognize and she just vibed with their energy and then it all increased from there and that it wasn't a money motivation it was an energy motivation and so for me, like when I see examples of like ways that I like the way that somebody has built their brand and whatever, it's that it's moving with authenticity. It's not fucking people over to get where you want to get. So the fact that you and I met because of her vibing with your energy and then here we are, like, I will always owe Bunny having my best friend. You know what I mean? Like that's because of her and I'll never be able to like say thank you enough for that. And honestly, like just everyone that listens to our our podcast after like connecting with Bunny or like finding us through TikTok or finding us through social media, like whatever it was and whatever it is, it's all like leading back to yourself. Like you've been led to these types of energies, these types of situations, whatever, because there's something within you that's ready to come out. And that's what I tell people, like, you almost have to have a mentor at some point of your journey to get next level, because you're always going to be scratching at the surface, looking at areas that you're lacking. You'll be looking at areas where you're fucking up, where you're not moving quick enough, where you don't know enough. And that's where a mentor keeps you grounded and keeps you on focus. Like we're not focused about the things you can't do right now. We're working with what you have. And I think that sometimes like as a human on this journey, we don't realize that we need all layers of the story. Like we need the good, the bad and all of that to really add up. And I think so many people get stuck in those broken cycles and they keep playing the same broken record over and over again. And it skips at the same place every fucking time because they're not willing to make a move. They're not willing to make the change. They're not willing to cleanse and let go of and release certain things about themselves. And a lot of it is like, you don't see your own potential. So until you're around people who are encouraging and seeing that potential for you, you will always be scratching at the surface and pointing out all the things you lack. And then you have that constant energy of lack. And so then you have to train yourself to not think of a in a mindset of like, I'm not going to get that, which is full circle going back into um, doing things like having wrong motivations, because that comes from an energy of lack too, of like, well, if I don't do this, then I won't have that. And then you make shitty mistakes. You treat people bad. You lose friends. You like, even if you mean to move authentically and you're like, I'm just doing my goal. Like, you'll eventually reach your goal by treating people good along the way too. Maybe it takes you a little bit longer to get there, but it's going to be so much better once you get there and you have this like support system that's like really rocked with you as opposed to you having like a really shit foundation. And I think that your foundation, it has to be formed out of 
a motivation for how you want your life to be because money comes and goes. Success is subjective. You know, happiness, people, love, all of that. Like it's always going to be changing. It's always going to be flowing. You're not going to always be happy even once you reach your goals. You know, so I think that taking that pressure off of yourself, like it's got to happen this way or it's got to be that way or I've got to get there a certain way or it's not right or they did it that way and I need to do it that way. I think that's where a lot of people get in their own way because they're so caught up on the how that they don't even know their why. They don't even know why they're doing it. They just need to know like, like when they're going to get there, but they have no fucking clue why they're doing that. And I think that's how the system and the machine of like, especially America in general, they keep us always wanting the next best thing, whether it's like a new iPhone or this, that, and the other, it's like, they change one little thing that you can barely notice and everyone needs it. Everyone's got to have it. And then there's those people who could care less. And I think that like, at times there's things that they're, wanting us to want for absolutely no reason just to prove that they can you know what I mean so it's like a rebellious act to like only really want what you want and not be competing or fighting over things you really don't need or want at the end of the day well and like speaking of like being sold things that you don't need I gotta tell you so we had valentine's day yesterday right the posts of like he got me balenciaga shoes and like oh my god I got a new coach bag and whatever to me I just look at that shit and it just makes me laugh because I'm like you're on here all the time talking about how like you need like help with rent or you need whatever and then you're gonna tell me that you're over here getting Balenciaga and coach shit and whatever like I don't understand needing to have to express yourself outwardly in a way that like you aren't I don't, I mean, and even when people do have the money, I'm always like, but why would you buy that? Like literally, why would you buy that pair of Crocs? Because they save Balenciaga. And they look like Crocs. Yeah, I've saw those too. Um, I think that we are thrown into a material world and it's up to us to unanchor our foundation from the material realm. And like from that making us happy, I think- regardless that's why some of the richest people are the most angry and greedy motherfuckers you've ever even known to exist it's because money does not make you anything but what you already are it just brings out more of what you already are regardless so it's like you know if you're a generous person and you get money people are going to want to take 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 from you or if you're a greedy person and you get money then you're going to take 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 from people it's like that was already in you though Like it was already there regardless. It's just the abundance or the money or whatever brought it to the surface. But I believe that at a core level, we are who we are and we want different things for different reasons. But then we put our own needs, wants and desires aside to try to be like someone else or to compare and want what someone else has. And I think that Valentine's Day and things like that, like Valentine's Day to me is just created to be like, I love you and I'm going to give you something that that shows that rather than just being a good person and communicating clearly or picking up after yourself 365 days a week. There's one day a year that people are like, oh, I'm going to get you flowers. mm, I don't know about it. My husband and I have never celebrated Valentine's Day. We have always said if we have the money that we would have like bought each other gifts with and gone out to dinner or whatever, 
we have an anniversary savings fund because our anniversary is 420 and we always go on a trip and we literally just put that money into our anniversary fund. And like, that's like our tradition, if you will, that's, that's it. I don't recognize it. I'm not buying fucking chocolates that they couldn't sell on Halloween. So they repackaged and put out for Valentine's day. I'm just not doing it. I'm not buying. I don't want fucking flowers. I don't want a teddy bear. I'm good off that shit. I don't like go. I'm such a, like, I like saving for things. Like I like saving for goals and having like financial goals to hit and then having the money for things. And so to me, like the thought of like, oh, we have to go out to dinner to celebrate this. Like I will literally be there like, oh my God, dude, these chicken wings do not taste like $60 right now. You know what? $60 could get me half a fucking night somewhere that I could be having wild freaky sex right now. You know what I mean? There you go. That's a <laughs> couple goals, baby. That's fucking couple goals. So we want to leave you all with like, don't think that anything's going to make you happy. You got to choose to be happy. You got to choose to feel powerful. You got to choose to feel sexy because you have that power. Your attention, your mind, your mind frame, whatever it is, needs to be directed on your foundation, your power, your energy. And that's why, like, like she said earlier, like we've been winning because we don't, we're not really wishing anything bad on anyone. We're not competing. We're not hating. We're not taking, we're not trauma dumping. Like we're just in our own lane. And like, no matter what, even when you're in your own lane, there's people who always don't get the fucking memo and they want to try to swerve over and act like they run the shit. But it's like, you got to let people know early on what the boundary is like what it is and then if you haven't it's your own fault it's your own fault that they're doing that because you're allowing them and I think just being sovereign in your own energy and at least knowing what that frequency is what that energy is it's going to get you so far I agree I I think that's like the perfect way to leave the episode too but don't forget you guys the sunflower emoji otherwise we know that you just you didn't care and you didn't take note of it so we love you all we will see you next time in candy land bye